Hey there, friends. It's Nick. Okay, so it may only be October the 24th as I record this, but it's time to talk about our favourite Christmas movie, yours and mine. And I'm talking about, of course, <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> the traditional favourite Christmas Eve movie, certainly mine. Yesterday we heard that the first commandment of storytelling is to make people care. Make me care, Andrew Stanton said in his TED Talk. And we saw how he did that, right? With a 22nd century trash compactor, Wally. He made Wally like us. And that matters because humans are generally selfish, self-obsessed, self-absorbed creatures. Evolution, of course, made us that way. It's, it's important to focus on yourself if you want to survive. And that's one of the reasons why we pay more attention to stories and situations that seem to be about us seem to be about us. And that, of course, bring, <laughs> that brings me to Die Hard. So 1988, John McClane, played by Bruce Willis and his vest, explodes into cinemas as the ghost of Christmas. You know, I don't give a yippee and you remember the rest, right? And I was 17, I think, almost 18 when I first saw that movie. And of course, I loved him. It was cool. McClane was cool. He was funny. He was fearless. He was exactly who I wanted to be, but wasn't. So John McClane and I, the only thing we had in common really was our stylishly retreating hairlines, which actually I've had, I've had since birth and I still don't, I mean, I've still got the same hair I think I had, I had then, but it looks like it's retreating, but it kind of never does. Anyway, that's something you didn't need to know. But the point is, even though John McClane and I sitting in that cinema, had little in common. When he ran across that glass-strewn floor of Nakatomi Plaza, I felt his pain. In fact, the whole audience, I remember this so clearly, we all kind of went, and winced and writhed back. And we did that because we had become him. And it didn't matter that he was impossibly cool, or that few of us had ever sprinted over broken glass, because everyone, everyone, you, me, everyone, has cut themselves. We've all struggled with family. We've all been thrown shade by someone with impossibly good diction. And I'm talking, of course, of the delicious, the fantastic, the much missed Alan Rickman, who was never as good, except that he was always as good, whether he was stealing Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves from Kevin Costner as the Sheriff of Nottingham, whether he was Severus Snaping his way, and by the way, Severus Snape is the coolest character in Harry Potter. When you get to the end, he's the coolest character. Or even the little roles, the role he played in, oh, no, I'm going to blank on it now, the um, Colonel, Colonel Brandon. Colonel Brandon, he played in Sense and Sensibility in such an understated, beautiful way. He was just the most fantastic actor. Anyway, the point is that even though we don't share a lot of in common with John McClane in Die Hard, we share enough that those, the human side of that story calls to us, right? And it draws us in. And I've talked about this before. Psychologists call this transportation, the ability of great stories to pull us into the story world, to make us into the characters, the heroes, and to trigger the real physical changes in our bodies, in our brains, in our neurochemistry, all of that kind of stuff. 
And that's the takeaway really. Like yesterday, it's so important. I've done it twice almost, but like as with Wally, as with John McLean, who I think, I, you know, he cries in that movie, right? Which was a big thing for a, an action movie star. He cried. Um, and there was also Bonnie Bedelia's hair, of course, which uh, may have been the reason he was crying. That's the only thing, apart from perhaps the slight, slightly weird special effects on Alan Rickman's final four, on Klaus's final four. He, um, the movie totally stands up. Anyway, the point is, if we want to tell great stories, they can be about people that are far away from our audience, as long as we can find the humanity in those characters and use that to build a bridge back to our audience. Anyway, that's it for me today. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.